Hell, hell. 2001 Odyssey. Is that what you really just That's said? That's what I said. I said, <laughs> what I said was right before we came on, I was going to wear my white John Travolta suit, 2000, uh, 2001 Odyssey, Saturday Night Fever. You should have. Yes, I, was, I had the poster. I would like to see you in oh, that suit. Oh, I got to bring in my high school picture. That's quite a... <laughs> It's quite a picture. You should. That could be. That could be the maybe show we can and tell. have a maybe we can have a show and tell type yeah. day. Yeah, high school pictures. And I'll bring mine. Oh my god, mine, oh, mine, mine aren't as fun as yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the older photos are chiseled in stone because it's so old. Well, yeah, my, I well, mean, Josie probably chiseled in stone. I graduated in 1980, so it's. See, that, I'm even older than him. I think oh. the I think the picture was in black and white though, if I'm not mistaken. The yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh uh, well, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. You know, Nez, I actually opened the door this morning after doing some stuff outside and not wanting to get caught in the rain, and, and I the yelled out the door, it's effing bowling weather. <laughs> yes, it and is. I took the door and I yep. slammed it. Yep, I it was is. A little, I was a little upset today. Certainly not golf weather, that's for sure. No, and it's humid. You know what? You, you just said it. It's humid, oh, and I God. feel it in here today. Oh, it's yeah. very humid. You know, we're, um, My hair also feels it. So yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah I, I used to have that problem. Not not much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, right? Right, saying we could start a club. Uh, so one, yes, I have to. Uh, Joe, uh, yes. you know, we always talk about how we get text messages after the shows. Yes, and uh, we love uh, getting your message because you get to watch the show later on. <laughs> yes, and, and he kind of critiques us a little bit. Yeah, right, and, Brian. And, 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 this is input. Yes, you know. Uh, we have, we might have to apologize to you, Joe. <laughs> you know, this week we had quite all right. We had alcohol. We had Jello right. shots. Yeah. We had pizza, yeah. zeppelins, yeah. garlic nuts. Yeah, we had them all. And I, yeah, look, Marco's not even here today. I I noticed. I was talking with Tina just a little while ago. No, Marco, yeah, okay. just Tina. Thomas is here. Tina offered a few. Arturo's here. No, it's quite all right. It's fine. It's it's okay. I don't it's want okay. you to take anything. No, 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 no. Joe. I don't. I don't. But when the show ended, I was the emoji that goes. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Like that, but that's okay. And he called us out on it. Yeah, Joe, we hot still seltzer, love you. Jello shots, Zapolas. No, it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Oh. It, it, Joe, you know it is Saturday, and you're here, yes. and uh, it is episode sixty-two. Year I was born, sixty-two. Check that out. See, look at that. There it is. There's I, always a. There's always an I, angle. You know, it's, I love this because I don't have that all in, in in common with with you guys. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, you were born. You'll get there no, one no, day. In, in like 1960s. Uh, you'll get there one day. <laughs> I hope. No, I really hope to. Like, I, I really hope to get that, to that point. And um, oh, Marco's not here, but he can see us. He's watching. Tina said anything. <laughs> anything you watch? Oh, thank you, Tina. You're the best, Tina. <laughs> uh, we have to say it's Saturday. Joe's here. We're excited. Uh, we were. we're we're always excited. Uh, we're a little change in plans today. Yep. Uh, yeah. Shannon O'Keefe was scheduled to be with us this afternoon, and uh, she couldn't be with us. Something came up, and uh, our thoughts are with you and, and and Brian, and we'll see you next uh, Shannon's going to join us next week. She, okay. Yeah, she yeah. couldn't be with us today, okay. uh, kind of last minute. And uh, here we are. We've got a great show lined up. You know, it's – I want to say – we always say happy Memorial Day and happy Memorial Day weekend. Right. And I've, I always feel weird saying that because it's – Because, right, it is a little bit of a somber, somber. Yeah. kind right. of a, a and weekend. And it's meant to be that. Yes. yes. But, uh, you know, uh, we uh, – you know, everything is a holiday. 
So we've made this into holiday. I didn't want Joe to think that I forgot about him. Never I meant to bring this out. When Never. I came. Oh, thank you very much. But uh, thank you, Ray. Thank you, Nez. Wow. Oh, nice oh look at this. Red. Mm, my so favorite. Oh, I'm thank going you. home where I'm going home with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Ray. Let's go. I'll tell Heidi set one more for dinner. Oh, that, that'll come in nicely tomorrow when she makes some pasta. That's beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. So pasta that. for the impasta. Ah, that's it. Always pasta for this impasta. What are you kidding? Oh. Always. Thank you very much. Hey, Steve. Oh, there's a Joe, there's a question here for you. Yeah, I see it from Brian. I woke up this morning with a dead horse's head in my bed. What, do, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Brian, refer to last Saturday's show. Maybe that's what it means. <laughs> no, we're, we're all good. It's all good. So, yeah. So we were talking about how uh, Memorial Day – it's a it's a bit of a somber weekend. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, you don't want to let the time pass without, um, you know, without memorializing or thinking about – you know the the men and women who gave the ultimate sacrifice yep. for you know for us to be able to do everything we things we do every day. That's right. You know for our freedom. Yep. Um, I do want to, uh, and I recommend this every year um, that there's a movie uh, taking chance, and it is a amazing movie. It was um, put out in I, I believe like 2009. It's an HBO movie. And uh, it was the story of a young soldier that was uh, killed in battle in Iraq. And um, it's the story of the uh, volunteer, uh, I think they call them casualty officers, that actually escorts him yes. back home. Yes. But um, the just to see the background of that story and how the dignity that the whole right. situation is dealt with. Yeah. Um, it's really touching. And I think there are a lot of people that don't, yeah. that don't know um, what actually happens. You know, you hear the numbers and, you know, sometimes we're so removed from it right. that it, it hasn't affected us or our family or somebody mm -hmm. we know, but uh, it is, it's a, it's a great movie highly recommended that you watch it um and uh it's it's just it's yeah. it, especially on this weekend listen it's kind of a nasty day outside check out i it's it was on hbo but i believe it's available on amazon and uh maybe hulu too but check it out it's it's definitely worth the watch and if you cry at movies like i cry at movies <laughs> Have the full box of tissues out. Yes, have your it handkerchief is, uh, ready. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It's a great movie. And, yeah, uh, yeah it, it really is, and it really honors uh, the soldiers that um, uh, are that, that are killed in action, yeah. and um, and their families. Yeah. And, you know, it just shows the and and actually it honors the service too, and yes, shows absolutely. the dignity absolutely. that they that, that they really do take these deaths. Yes. Heart, it really is well, their family. It takes you through that journey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yep. highly recommend it. Yep. That's a perfect weekend to watch it. Movie. Yep. That is. And this is this is like the movie. This is movie weather. I mean, you no, can't, yeah. you can't go bowling. Saying. You can't go to the movies. Yeah. You're sitting home. You know, uh, listen, I mean, if you're you want a barbecue, you're going out and barbecue and you're finding your oh, way yeah, to give it that sure. umbrella. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's not it's just not the same of enjoying a nice weather. That's weekend. right. And these are the That's you right. know. 
we never wish for beautiful. And, and this, yeah, this, right. We never wish for these beautiful weekends. For you know, yeah. we kind of want this because yeah. it brings people inside. Yeah, and today people, would have been. They'll do yeah. a mix of people do a mix of both. Sure, sure. Yeah. And you know, I mean, people yep. should be bowling right now. Yes, uh, they you should. Know, and uh, we had a a good friend who I call Uncle John Laspina on the show uh, yes. a couple weeks ago, sure. last week, week before, and uh, he made a comment. I remember many paid the ultimate price so that we could be free. Some of us uh, are free to run a business. And invite others to play a great game. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, love you guys, Uncle John. Yep. Uh, and, and he was on the show talking about his role and the work that they do uh, with the, the, the bowlers. Uh, it's yep. Veterans League, yep. uh, bowler, bowling's oldest charity that supports mm -hmm. our veterans. Yep. Uh, so thank you, thank you, John. And yep. yeah, you know, it's always a, a good a reminder. A reminder: the name of the movie, Taking Chance. Taking, Taking chance. chance. Nancy Barrios. Hi, Nancy. Was yep. asking. Yeah. Uh, good movie. Uh, highly. Yeah, I don't know how everybody doesn't know about this movie. Kevin Bacon. Kevin is Bacon the was the, the the guy. He was the, the guard. He's, right? the, yeah. he's the casualty yeah. soldier yep. that brings him home. That's right. And uh, it, I, I get, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. It yeah. really is. I've watched it probably. I watch it every year at least once. Um, I also usually watch it on Veterans Day, uh, but uh, it's yeah. not to be missed. Yeah, not it is to be a missed. Movie. And. Uh, Oh, Joe, did you catch this comment? What's that? You know the irony oh, of from giving Kenny. Joe, Joe You know wine. the irony of giving Joe wine, right? The door is open. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. Easy now, Kenny. And, You're uh, right, though. <laughs> oh, drive-in movie theaters haven't opened in Putnam and Dutchess County. Uh, we had some changes going on. It is. Uh, even the today. Even a uh, little. You know, we've talked about the phases and reopening and that, what that looks like. Yeah, and and the governor made sure in. to remind yeah. that, hey, phases could start sooner than the 14 right. days. And he's right. been, that's nothing new, yeah. but it, it's all of a sudden this new revelation. Oh my God, we can, yeah. that's always been in place if right. we hit the metrics and we get there. Right. Right. So, I mean, there's there's certainly light at the end of the tunnel as long as everybody agree, agrees. Is, is right. okay with it. And, yeah. uh, and, and I believe they said now it's uh, groups of 10. Can congregate in New York as long as you maintain social distancing. Twenty five, I think. 20, up, to 25, up to twenty five. Twenty five is Jersey. No, oh, twenty five is Jersey. Oh, twenty five yeah. is Jersey. You're right. Yeah. That's it's right. That's right. New York. Yeah. Which that's was right. the number? I don't think that's. I think oh, that I was. Don't, I don't did, 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 know. But anyway, yeah. it's you know it's something. Yeah. yeah. American it's, Sniper is really is another yeah. good movie. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. I've watched that movie. Yeah, that's what's his name. Um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That poor guy survived everything there. Comes home. And gets shot and killed at a shooting range. You know, by some guy that was off his the, rocker. Yeah, the uh, sad, sad. Chris the, Kyle. You know, I, I could talk for a very long time about the plight of veterans once they come home. Yeah, because they, uh, the older veterans are treated a little with a little bit more reverence. Yeah, but um, the recent um, veterans, yeah. younger veterans, have really struggled to. A lot of them have struggled. To readjust yes. to life, you know, uh, when they come back home, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 sad, yeah, and it uh, they definitely deserve all of our resources to be able to uh, help them recover and and you know, kind of assimilate back into life because yeah. it's uh, it's it's sad. It's, it's, a, it's like a it's like a shock to the system. It, it yeah, is, and it uh, is, we yeah. don't. Uh, I don't know if it's because we don't take it seriously. Oh, enough we're getting or... all the movie uh, recommendations. Yeah, we here. got a whole list. Hacksaw so if Ridge. you're looking for yeah. movies, they, look in the look feed, in the thread. <laughs> look in the thread. There are a ton yeah. of good movies. Yep. Yeah, those yep. are great. Heartbreak, Heartbreak Ridge. Ridge is another one. I just watched that about two weeks ago. It was on. Yep. Yes. 
Yep. So yeah, and yeah. I was thinking uh, Bradley Cooper, and I have to say, the actor that he is, he plays all these crazy people. Yeah. He plays, and not that I hate to label them crazy people, but he plays all these parts where very emotional. Oh my god! And he character. captures them every yeah, really single does. time. He's yeah. Very good. Um, and I almost wanted. Meet him in person and want to know is he anything like yeah the character any of those yeah, characters that play because you you have to have it a probably little has twinge a, well, of that stuff to I play those characters. I think that people who are good actors and right. actresses, I just think they're very good at like kind of assimilating themselves into the role. And I, I forget what movie they were talking about that when. Um, when the actor was, um, when he, during the time he was filming, and even before when he was doing his um, research, he never came out of character. Right, they, they remain the in character. Yeah. Filming, they remain they in character. Stay, stay in character. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I just think that they're, actors are, some, some people actors are very good. Some are born for that. Kinda, like, we were texting about, oh, when was it, last weekend? When I said I finally got around to watching Joker, oh, Joaquin, oh yeah, Joaquin, Joaquin yeah, Phoenix was born to play that role. Yeah, because the guy's a little out there. But now think about frightening movie, little little strange. Oh, he was awesome. He was but great. Think though. about that character alone, the Joker. How right, that character was created, and now go back. Yep. to the first Joker. Right, and and we've talked about this uh, a little yeah, bit yeah. here. Yep. And come back to today, yeah. and every single one of the I don't know what Different. one of those actors that not right good right four of them won yeah. Academy Awards for that role. Oh really? Yeah, yeah I believe yeah. it's four. Wow. Uh, it could be five, but I believe it's Jack four. Nicholson. Did Jack Nicholson? Jack win? Nicholson. I, he did. Uh, I, uh, but, but classic, classic uh, role. Right. And no matter how you tell that story or yeah. tell a piece of the story, it's yeah. different every time. Different every time. And everybody takes their spin on it. I, I have to say that that is one of my favorite movie characters because how it's trend over the years mm. always stays current. Yeah. I mean, comic book stories will always stay current. I mean, right. that's part of what they've they've done and capitalized. Right. Uh, but that that role alone in Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he oh. was. I see why he won because he was absolutely. He was out there. Wow. I mean, it was dark. It was really dark. Yeah. It was really and think dark. about again. Go back to the role and yeah. what they've done to transform to transform into that role. Yeah, that's yeah, another, I, it's another. I know. <laughs> Fox, I don't think Fox. it was much of a stretch for him to play. You know, to be that person because if you listen to his Academy Award speech, oh my God, he's. Well, out I there. think people would have been disappointed <laughs> yeah, right. if he just got up there <laughs> yeah. and very stoically yeah. accepted his award. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I think that would have probably disappointed yeah. people. He was wow. <laughs> uh, hey, and Craig Herrera, welcome to the party. And what is raps? You are watching you're, live you're from in Rabs. It. You're in from it. Staten Island's <laughs> iconic Rabs Country Lanes, bowling alley, bowling center, entertainment center. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. I mean, Thanks, Rob. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that that whole story is sad in itself. But yeah. To, to, to the way that they honored him at the yeah. same time. Of, yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Again, yeah. that's one of my favorite roles. Yep. Uh, so we. we we got a little bit on a tangent there. We're talking about movies, but we talk about movies. We could just talk about movies all day long. Yeah, we could. We definitely <laughs> and could. you bring up Jack Nicholson. Yeah. We'll, we'll oh, talk for we days. can go on for till next uh, Saturday about it's Jack like Nicholson. Another, yeah, anytime yeah. you're here, Joe, yeah, but- you, you just never know. <laughs> hey, so our first guest, I, I want you to introduce, Joe, I want you to introduce our first guest. Uh, oh, my buddy Ronnie. Yes. My buddy. An avid watcher of the show. Yes, my buddy, former ABC colleague, uh, and my brother, Ronnie Ziegler, 
the one the one and only who I talked his ear off for years about the draft league and you got to come bowling the draft league and bowling, bowling, bowling. People who used to work with us were like, get these two out of here because all they talk about all day long is bowling. So we would go find our little corner, usually by where Ronnie worked on down his end. Cause he had a bigger, he had a huge office that, that he worked in with some other folks. And we used to find our little corner and go talk bowling. Right, Ronnie. That's right. Every time. <laughs> Yep. yep. And the significance of why you 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 invited Ronnie to join us today? Because he's a Vietnam vet, and we always want to thank him for his for his uh, time, and uh, we we want to thank him for uh, for helping us live in the part of the freedom that we do today. Thank so, you for your story. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you, Ronnie. It's nice to see you. Of course. Yeah, we yep. missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. I really tried <laughs> to get back. I really tried to get back after the latest surgery, which was my hip surgery uh, for the third third. And um, the pandemic took that away. So yeah, yeah I've been recuperating and um, I'm ready. So let's go. Yeah. Just, just when he's ready to bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a couple of seasons now. He's been, you've been in and out. Yeah. With, with injuries with and injuries. stuff. So yep. Yep. It's nice to see yeah. that you're ready to roll and you want to, you want to be bowling. I mean, Ronnie, I'm looking forward to uh, the, the, the first draft of the new season. Yes, for sure. sure. Yep. September, man. Oh, yeah. Like says, we'll see you in September, man. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kenny's saying, uh, Ronnie, you look great. We can see you back in the first third, uh, next bowling season. Thank you, Kenny. I'm not gorgeous like you are, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gorgeous. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Well, you know what, Ronnie? If you ask your bride, I'll bet you she says you are as gorgeous as uh, Mr. As Mr. Gorgeous. Right? If you ask Lynn. Well, she, she, she kept me around for, well, 51 years, 40, 47 years married. Um, yeah. Tuesday was our 47th. 47 years, right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. She, she's been very good for me, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys make a great a great team. Um, so, Ronnie, take us back a little bit to uh, before we start talking about some of the service stuff. Take us back a little bit to uh, to your days bowling because you're a Brooklyn guy too from back in the day. So, what are some yes. of the places where you used to hone your skills back in Brooklyn? Well, um, a lady, a uh, friend of my mother's, my mother bowled. Right, your mom and, bowled. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and um, and. Ann Booth, she started a um, the first African-American junior bowling. So I started bowling at 10. Okay. And um, I don't even know where it was. I know we had, we had pin spotters, so you can, you know, realize how old I am. <laughs> yeah. you know, my, hey, we try not to give away those secrets, Ronnie. We don't give away those secrets. <laughs> Although the next couple of questions, you might wind up giving away more secrets for your age. Hey, wait, Ronnie, Ronnie, just a second before you hold that thought. I just want to let you know, no pressure. Your daughter, Anitra, is watching. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I let them know. <laughs> so so um, I bowled at Freddie Fritz Simmons. Joe, do you remember Freddie Fritz-Simmons? I remember the name. I can't say I knew yeah. him, but I remember the name. I, yep. I bowled there in Parkside when I became an adult. Parkside, sure, okay, yep. Which is closed, of course. Right. And I bowled at Bedford and Maple and just about every place that was, that's was been closed, right. uh, that has closed. Um, uh, both Gil Hodges, the original one right. on oh, Ralph Avenue. Right, the, yeah. the first was on Ralph Avenue, then Strickland Avenue, right? Yep. But she gave, she gave me that love of it. I started, um, 
I dropped off for four years, went to Bay Ridge, played football. Okay. And then, and then came back to bowling. The last few years have been pretty rough physically, um, you know, back surgery and uh, 17 took me out for two years. Then I came back. It took me a year to get myself together. And then when I finally, finally hit my stride, it was time for hip surgery. So right. yep. I guess that's what being old is about. But um, I've always loved it. I'm a radical guy now. Uh, I used to be Ebonite and then Columbia 300, but I'm a radical. I love my yeah. radical stuff. Yeah, Ronnie loves that. He loves, as a matter of fact, when my daughter Jill was ready to go up in weight and go from a 13-pound ball to a 14-pound ball, Ronnie said, I don't have one for you. I got two. So he gave me, <laughs> he gave Jill uh, a radical, I can't remember the name of the ball, uh, and then he also gave her a spare ball. So, and just like her dad, she leaves a boatload of 10 pins, so Lord knows she needed that ball <laughs> to make a 10 pin. So thank you for that, Ronnie. She she actually bowled well with him this, this past year. So th thank yeah, you. Upon coming back, I had to drop in weight from 15 to 14. Uh -huh. And uh, I found the 14 does work really well. And yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's open up so I can, you know. Yeah, so you can come back. <laughs> yeah, <get it> together. <laughs> you can come back. Yep. Hey, I, I want you to talk a little bit about your service. So uh, talk, when, when, when did you serve first? Uh, from 68 to 71, U.S. Marine Corps. Uh, 13 months in Vietnam. Um, Purple Heart. Purple Heart. There it is. Yeah, I was wounded in 68. Uh, came out in 71. And um, it was, I always found Vietnam to almost not be as bad as coming home. Because as you all know, at that time, there were a lot of protests. Yeah. Um, those of us who were veterans, um, I wouldn't even wear, I wouldn't even wear my uniform and my then girlfriend who became my wife later on, she, she liked for me to wear my uniform, but, uh, it was like, it was like having a target. Yeah. You know, Unfortunately. So, yeah. Yes. So I didn't wear my uniform and I, and when I finally got out, I really didn't embrace the core until I was around 50 years old. Right. Uh, and then of course, when nine 11 came about, people started really dealing with the um, Vietnam vets then. Yep. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. You're right, right. You're right. It took it took a, a disaster in our own country yeah. to make people realize what people uh, what people like you uh, gave up to um, to defend our freedom and uh, yeah, it breaks my heart every time I hear somebody tell that story like you told you know, to come home to, to, to shame, you yeah. know? And, uh, and I think that made, it made it harder to be here and made people want to be more back with their unit because at least in your unit, you, you felt like you belong there. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I even volunteered to go back, but um, yeah. I had to be home two years. And then at the end of that two years, it was time for me to get out. So I said, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to go through that again. So uh, making it a career because of Vietnam was totally out of the question. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, that's a tough time. I, my oldest brother was also a Vietnam vet, Ronnie. And I, I know when he came home, the last time I ever saw him dressed in his full, you know, his like dress uniform was when the yellow cab pulled up in front of the house and he got out, went into the trunk, took his duffel bag out. When he got in inside, yeah, after everybody hugged him and gre greeted him, 
he took his uniform off, and I don't think he ever put it back on again for any occasion. And he really was one who never spoke about it. He really, he, he never did. He became a New York City cop, so he was always a lot more proud. Not that he wasn't proud of the fact that he served as he was, but I, I never even really talked to him in any kind of depth about it because I, I just knew he didn't want to talk about it. So you ask him what it was like to be a cop, he'll go on and tell you all stories about being a cop and all that. But the Vietnam thing, we never really touched on, you know, so and I kind of as young as I was and as I got older, I kind of respected that. Never really talked about it with him, but I didn't have to. As you get older, you learn about it and yeah. you just know why he didn't want to talk about it, you know. So but yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. That. Coming, com yeah. yeah coming home was rough. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But but then then you got a job at ABC. Tell us about that a little bit. <laughs> well, um, I started going to school for to become a disc jockey. I had a band. I was a bass player. I had a band when I was a kid, and um, I came back trying to be a star. Uh, I always <laughs> say that that line in um, Midnight Train to Georgia, superstar, but he didn't get far. Yeah. <laughs> <written to> me. <laughs> no, as far as we're concerned, you got way far. You got very far. Come on, man. You, so, you both, um, yeah, you got far. Come on. So I decided, well, you know, maybe I'll spin records and they convinced me to uh, take the first class license course because you needed a first class license in order to be a disc jockey right. and, and do the board at that time, which you, uh -huh. it's not like that now. Right. Uh, and then I got sidetracked. I ended up uh, taking a test to go to RCA. I went to RCA Globecom, then Americom, and then from Americom, uh, I contacted Steve Cohen right. and um, who I didn't know I, I would be working with. And um, he directed me to Bill Hines. We, it took me two years. The first time I interviewed, Bill Hines was a army Vietnam vet. And that's right. all we talked about, <laughs> that, that, whole, that whole interview. And then right. I came back a year later and um, interviewed again. And then about three months later, I got the job. And I stayed there for 33 years and it was wonderful years. Yeah. I loved who I worked with who I worked around, who I worked for. It, yeah. it was the perfect job. Yeah. Until Disney came in. Until Disney came in. <laughs> <around. laughs> yeah, I know. See, Ron, Ronnie is retired, so he could say that yeah. without any, any I, know, I know where he's coming from, but being I still work there, I have you to tread. Oh, of course. Yes. Oh, I'm going to wave the, the, the big old mouse. The, the house of mouse, sure. <laughs> Uh, I don't wave the flag that that much. I try not to wave it at all, but they do sign my paycheck, so I have to tread lightly, Ronnie. Right until oh, yeah, I retire. Definitely. Yeah, and then we could become the Bash Brothers, like McGuire and Conseco, and we could bash, <laughs> and then we could bash the company. Right? <laughs> so, Ronnie, you mentioned uh, being a DJ. So, what kind right, of music, what, what kind of music do you like? What kind oh. of music? I am about as old school as you can get. I'm Motown, Stax, Stax Bolt. I love Latin music. Um, big on, because um, when in my youth, we used to go to concerts with Eddie Palmieri and people like that. And drips and drabs. I'm not a big rap fan. Not all of us are rap fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do have a couple that, that you know, that I listen to but um really mostly um old school um motown and, and motown, right. things like that but I, the disc jockey thing now i was going to you know want to go on the radio i wanted to spin them since i wasn't going to 
time for another operation. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it, it never, it never materialized. So, um, I got sidetracked and the sidetrack put me at ABC. So that was fine with me. Yeah. That worked out. I could see him spinning, spinning, spinning some, some discs. Yeah. And, uh, with a, with a, <laughs> yeah. A <little> throw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ronnie, uh, you, you also have, um, again, not to put pressure on you, but your daughter, Erica is also here. Yeah. And she actually brought up something that, uh, that I was going to uh, say that uh, I'm not sure, did all of your daughters bowl or just some of your daughters? But she's saying well, that you worked the overnight shift and you were able to make all of her bowling tournaments. I so, made them all, yes. Yep. Um, and, and same, my oldest daughter, Anitra, the one who came in first, right. um, she bowled on the boys team at uh, Madison High School in Brooklyn okay. because they didn't have a girls team. Right. And uh, Deidre didn't bowl. She bowled juniors. They all bowled juniors. So right. Deidre, my middle daughter, she bowled right. Uh, right. juniors. And then Erica was captain, I think, the second year of her four years there. They started the um, girls team. Right. And um, she was captain for two years uh, of the uh, Lincoln High School team. Lincoln, okay. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, things were different then. I would, I, I was one of the coaches at Parkside, but that was back in the day where, you know, they interview and say, you're a serial killer. Yes. But do you bowl? Yes. Okay. You can be a, you can, you know, not, not like today where you got to get fingerprinted and all that. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. but, it, uh, but it was really, really great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had, um, three of my nieces bowl, uh, with Claire Martez at Parkside, okay. But um, they they closed the um, I think in uh, third third or fourth year they closed right in the middle of the season. Uh, Parkside yeah. closed it down, and then we kind of like went to a couple of different houses. But a lot of the local kids stopped bowling because of that. And that was a shame. Yeah, but. But other than that, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, my girls uh, enjoyed it. I was able to make their tournaments um, working the overnight. Yeah. And uh, it, it, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. It was it, I had a great time married, bringing up the kids and 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 all that. It, everything just fell into place perfectly. That's great, Ronnie. I have to tell you, um, some of the people who worked that shift. You got to see what some of these people, how they function and what they look like. Ronnie was the most normal person that worked on that overnight shift. Right, Ronnie? I mean, you had some winners throughout the building on that shift, right? Well, the night shift. Yeah, because I worked at Steady for 15 years. Yes, you did. And you brought them <laughs> The ones who worked it two weeks and then ended up on the day shift for two weeks, they were right. like, you know, but my sleep, I, you know, I was able to get into my sleep pattern. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, Friday night was was uh, I would bowl, right. and uh, I was bowling at Melody at the time. Okay. Uh, most of the time, and um, Friday I would just stay up. I wouldn't go to sleep. I'd stay up. Right. Uh, lots of times I'd go and practice, <laughs> and uh, then bowl that night and sleep normal Saturday, and sleep normal Saturday night into Sunday. Right. Then Sunday I'll take a nap and then I start my week. You'd have to go to so, work. Uh, yep. I, I, yeah, so I did that for 15, and if I, if one of the girls had a tournament, 
I would either come in, go right to sleep, and get up and go to the tournament, or stay up, and then after the tournament, I would, you know, sleep until it's time for me to go to work. So yeah. It was it was like having a day off every day, almost like <laughs> being retired, except I actually had something to do. Yeah, at nighttime. <laughs> but you you brought you brought the word normal and credibility to that midnight to eight shift because boy, there was some clowns on that shift. Wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I was I was actually working one forty five to nine forty five. Okay, that's all so, tonight. Yeah, yeah, but that gave me the chance to interface with some of the people when they came in. Yes, uh, and and see the bosses and all that stuff because I wasn't afraid of my bosses because I love my bosses. Right, you know? unlike uh, now, even, <laughs> even Michael, uh, even Michael. Uh, we could talk about Michael <laughs> next Saturday for yeah, sure. Michael, yeah, he's got a good heart, but his head, I don't he's know. A good guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, Ronnie. Uh, I just want to give him a shout out too before we let him go. Show you the kind of guy Ronnie is. He would always ask me about how my kids were doing, how were they bowling. So when Brad was a junior bowling for Newdorp, he made the city individuals. And I told Ronnie, oh, Ronnie, guess what? The individuals are going to be held at Gil Hodges. He's, no, no, I'm sorry. The old Gil Hodges, which was then strike 10, became strike 10. He said, really? I said, yeah. And he said, on what day? It was, a, I think, a Tuesday or a Monday or whatever. And he said, I wish you son luck. Tell him I'm rooting for him. Okay. So me and Heidi go, I take the day off of work. We, we pick up Brad at school. We drive him there, pile a couple of the kids in the car. We go, place is packed, can't, can't get a seat. Lucky you get a spot to maybe go see where your kid is bowling. And the kids are pre- practicing. And I happen to turn around and look at the front door. Who comes walking in? Ronnie. Ronnie. Made the trip from North Brunswick to come see my son bowl, not here, in Brooklyn. He made the trek over two bridges and yeah. came to watch Brad bowl. And... He inspired Brad to a second place finish oh. in city final. He, he, he almost won. He almost won. Yeah. I feel I feel really bad that I didn't know about Rabs earlier. You know, it would have been so nice to be. You know, when I when I watch every day. You know, because that's that's the religion. Watch two o'clock. Two o'clock <laughs> you know. Oh, we appreciate it. You're a top fan, right? Yeah. When I, when I watch every day and I, I listen to um, all of the people who have been a part of Rabs, you know, I, I always wished I could have been a part of that. Now I did, I used to take my girls to the show place when it opened up, we'd go see a movie, then we'd go yeah. and bowl, then we'd yeah. go and have pizza, then we'd right. go and have ice cream. It right. was, um, it was a great day, you know, and to be out with the kids. Yeah. But um, I really, really love what you all are doing. And um, it makes me continue to be a, a part of it. Um, you know, even though I can't be there in person, but right. you know, you, you look around, I will be there when the time <laughs> comes. Yeah. And I just want to say to Joe, you know, his father was a part of the greatest generation of World War II. I've got his hat here today. I've got his and, hat here, Ronnie. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. And yep. I just want to thank him for his service because um, it, it was a, a really rough time for them too. Yeah, it was. Yep. Well, th- thank you for that, Ronnie. Thank you, man. It certainly was. Appreciate it. Thanks. And he mentioned Claire Martez, and I have could talk about her all oh, day. And yeah. she was, and she's she's still around. She's in, in moved to New Jersey, a little retire, retiring, uh, just super super lady. And uh, she was giving it her all to Absolutely. New York City bowling as long as she. And, and she's still involved. She still travels yeah. with the girls yeah, and great. bowls. And yeah. uh, I like seeing their their stuff on Facebook. Yeah, and Claire was a she's funny super lady super too. lady. Uh, so oh, thank yeah. you. For, for, she's really for, wonderful. She is yeah. wonderful. Uh, 
that was a nice little trip down memory lane. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hey, Ronnie, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate Thank it. You, Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you for having me. Uh, Joe can tell you I was nervous. It was like uh, I was uh, you did great. I feel it's like we get done bowling, we go in the bar, hang out with the guys, and have a couple of beers. You just shoot, <laughs> shoot the breeze. You're fine. I told you. I told you. Fine. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, hey, th thank, so, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And thank, thank you, you for your you service. You got it, Ronnie. Thanks for your service, man. Thank you. And thank we'll you. see you soon. Thank you. Bye, Ronnie. Take care, Thanks, Ronnie. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. He's, he's the man. He's awesome. Ronnie is the man. Yep. The world should be populated with, with gentlemen Ronnie. like him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, uh, yep. And bowling with him uh, is, is great, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, I, I don't I, How many years? Ronnie uh, came into the draft league, I want to say. He took a break, though. He came right. in probably around 2014, 2015, maybe 2015, yes, yeah. 15, I think. around 2015. Yeah. And then he took a, like a year and a half off because he was injured. Right. But on and off, he's been with us for close to four years. And now. I remember meeting him saying, oh, I can't bowl with some of these guys. Shut yeah. up, Ronnie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just bowl. Yeah. Just bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very humble. Yeah. Very uh, gracious, yeah. gracious man. Yeah, he 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 is uh, the salt of the earth, as I like to say. He certainly yep. is. He is. Hey, uh, so – you know, we salute our veterans on this weekend, of course. And, uh, you know, we have another special guest with us today. Yes, we do. Uh, full of special guests. <laughs> <laughs> the next guest is Staten Island Bowling's historian. Yes, he is. The, the infamous That's big, big shoes. It is big shoes. And he does some awesome work. He takes it serious. He, he does. does. He does. I love it. And <laughs> I love when he talks about going to, looking through microfiche and finding stuff. And then when he finds something and he comes... Did you know, and it's different. I, I just love him talking, listening to him talk to the talk guys and, yeah, yeah. and then talk about it. And then the guys on Tuesdays and the senior men go, Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, they jog yeah. in their memories. And yeah. he's like, Well, how come you didn't talk about this? So we've asked you. you know? <laughs> just, uh, funny stuff. So Joe Labargo is with us today. Joe Labargo, how are you, Joe? Hi, Joe. Uh, I'm doing fine, Frank and everybody. Hope everybody is fine and safe and, and everything is good with everybody. Doing okay, Joe. Yeah, yep. so far, so but, good. Uh, we're yeah. hanging. Uh, how are how are you and you know you're you're alive, Donna hasn't killed you. That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> and I put Donna in the background before, so I know that she's still kicking. Uh, how are you guys holding up? We're we're holding up well, thank you. Um, Donna is working harder now teaching from home than she does when she goes to the classroom. I'm sure. Yeah, the I'm remote sure. the remote learning uh, teaching can be a little difficult for them. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm certainly sure for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, we appreciate you taking some time spending yeah. it with us today. Uh, so oh, thank you. You, thank you for asking me. Super Bowler, uh, son of the infamous Dominic Labarga. Yeah. Hey, and before we get started, I, I had pulled out some old photos. Uh-oh. Here we go. I, I, I have to start with this. So here we go. check this out. Um, there's two of them here. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of them. Uh, I just hmm. saw a question by one. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, uh, here's the first one. This is from the grand opening of Bowling on the Green. Wow. Mm -hmm. The Capitellis. And I'm going to tell you a story. I just found this out today. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> so, no. So, in this story, that you, you, if you see the photo, right? Is that ben you got Benny McNevich. Benny McNevich, right? Dom. Yeah. Um, and Don, uh, this yeah. photo here, it's uh, Stan Gifford. I mean, this is some some awesome, uh, some awesome, wow, uh, uh, celebrities to help open up and and rain a bowling on the green. So go ahead. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> if, if you look, if you wow. look closely in that picture, all the way to the left in the back, there's a gentleman with a white shirt on. 
You know who that who that is? Oh boy! Not the, not the white shirt with the tie, with the white shirt in the background. Up in the background. Up in the back to the left. That oh, that okay. that is Joe Giovanazzo. Oh my goodness! Really? Not 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 the guy with the tie. Right, right. He's got a white shirt on. Joey G making memories, even back in 1961. <laughs> he was making memories. Wait, Naz, I'll put a little light on the subject for you. It's it's a great. I mean, it's it's a great photo. There's no. He said not the guy with the tie. No, not the guy. Not the guy with the tie. Uh, it really is. It's an awesome photo because it, it captures oh, so much of what was that. going on and to to celebrate uh, the opening and and that you had pro professional bowlers, yeah. local uh, celebrities. It's cool stuff. And, awesome. and the other photo That's a great I have, picture. of That's course, a great pick. Uh, also includes a, a superstar. This is Ray 19. Hulu. Yes. 1962. Um, 1962. I don't. I've never seen this picture. That's, oh, ah, he stumped. I don't know who that woman is. I was just going to ask. That. I can't read the name on the trophy. Um, but this is 1962. The high average roll uh, roll off. Why? Right. You know what happened that year? Um, the year I was born. I, I was born. That what they used to do. They used to have all the, the highest average bowler in each league. And Staten Island would would bowl in a in a roll off, five games scratch. Or four games, maybe. And crazy. that year, that like starting the last game, he was my father was about fifty pins behind Whitey Wass. And the last game, he shot two sixty eight. Oh, wound up, wound up winning, winning the trophy. Yeah, that's that's the score. That, okay, you know what? It's funny. When I looked at the when I zoomed in on the photo, there's a score. I couldn't tell if it was the average, and I was like, no, this can't be right. So that it was the two two sixty eight. I'm assuming is what's on that trophy. Was, uh, the, was the final game, and and he he, wow. he wound up winning. That's awesome. Hey, and so through you know that is awesome. We, it's funny when you uh, when we talk and you come across something uh, in your in your journeys as the looking for information and candidates to be considered for the Hall of Fame. What do you uh -huh. think has been the, what's been the craziest thing that you found that you just yeah you know, you nobody ever knew? Right, right. That's a great question. That's kind of difficult because there's so many different things that we that we uh, look at, you know, scores and and not just scores, but things that people have done for people that that we would ask for meritorious service. What do you think is a, a like a, a story that you've heard that uh, in your research that seemed a little strange, maybe <laughs> a little fugazi? Maybe a little fugazi. Oh come on! Some of the people that are in that Hall of Fame, you've had to have heard some stories. Um, obviously, um, that you can share here. <laughs> I got well, Obviously, some of the of the old timers they weren't around when we um, had the induction, and uh, so I couldn't get any stories from them. Uh, that's a hard. That's a hard question to answer. It really is because uh, there's so many different people. Um, you give me time to think about it. I'll let you know. <laughs> Go back to looking through the. You know, spending some time looking through microfiche, right? Uh -huh. uh, which takes. I'm telling you, and I've done it myself, yeah. and not to the length that you, I know you have. Uh, what are the things that you found in there that were surprising? Uh, 
that you just probably the probably the number of bowling alleys that were on Staten Island back in the twenties and thirties, and 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 scores also. There was uh, one gentleman uh, a few years ago I found, and I contacted his family, and they had no interest. And back in the nineteen thirties, this guy bowled four or five three hundred games in a in a three or four month span. Wow, wow, wow. And yeah, and and that's stuff that you would never think back then would happen, but it did. 1930s. Oh, and and uh, yeah. the first 300, uh, Alboera, right? Is that the gentleman's name? Albo Alboera, correct. 19 yeah. March of 1917. Wow. Yeah, and talk about that discovery because that was a big discovery for you. And we we even had his bowling ball. Yeah, <laughs> we even had his son came to came to one of our, our Hall of Fame dinners and brought the bowling ball with him that his father had used to shoot that first three hundred game. Wow! And um, it was it, it's lost and we can never find it. But I I always wished we could because that would wow. be uh, something nice to have. Was that ball made out of wood or was it like a no. rubber? What was it made out? It was rubber. It was rubber. A stone ball? No. Okay. All right. Two two fingers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two fingers. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I know uh, at some point they were in the yeah wood bowling balls. Yeah. Right. Like there's a different generations. Almost I, I like might a, still have one in my basement. Corkish. Like like a corkish. Yeah, well, yeah. cork. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They they used to use cork also. Yeah. And how how was that discovered? What? Three hundred game. Yeah. Just. Going through old stuff and singing his name, and then it would would say it, and then I would have to go look for it, and that's how I found it. Wild goose. Then, then when you start do, using Google or Bing, and you right. look up their names, and then you start finding their family members, and you contact them, and um, because I had contacted his son, his son's name was Richard. He was living in Vermont. He was uh, a college professor, and um. We became friends. He came to the dinner a couple of times. And um, this was, you know, 20 years ago now. So, wow. Yeah. But it was, it was interesting. And, and that's, that's basically how we did it. Um, so we find names on, on the microfilms from the old Staten Island Advance newspapers. And then with the internet, you do the research from there. Just, just keep digging. Just keep digging. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. The, there was uh, the first youth bowler. Uh, talk about that discovery, right? So there's yeah. a, a young, a young, a young yes. woman. In April of 1927, a gentleman, a young man named Jackson Smith. He right. lived on Clove Road, Clove Road by Fingerboard Road. Oh, my neighbor. And, right. <laughs> uh, not far. Yeah. And Bowling Alley was right there. Now it's a it's a little plaza. There's a Chinese restaurant, a couple other things in there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and he he was bowling one day, and he bowled a three hundred game. He was in he was in high school, Curtis High School. Oh, and, uh, hmm. wow. and he he went from there. He we found out later he gave up bowling. He became a a bridge player. Wow, and um, he used to go on cruise ships and stuff and play cards with everybody and uh, huh. wow yeah. so recreational bowler bowls a 300 game and, and of course his name is in the history books and he uh 
the award that the Hall of Fame give, gives gives the youth is in his honor for oh, yeah. the first 300 game, yeah. which is which is pretty cool. It is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. 1927? 19, 1927. 1927. Wow. Ten years April. later, the first one. April, he was he was 16 years old. Wow. Yeah, and so talk talk about your dad because you know. Uh, Dom really, he left a, an impact and a legacy in Staten yes, Island and bowling history as a whole. Yeah. Um, and so growing up and watching him bowl, i talk a little, talk a little bit about that, you know, watching your dad bowl and being the superstar that he was. Well, what I used to do, he used to take me wherever he went and I used to keep score. Because at the time there was no tele, uh, automatic score. And so I was the scorekeeper. And so I, in uh, the one league he bowled in, in uh, Manhattan, the Met Major League on Wednesday nights, it had a lot of superstars. Mark Roth bowled, Johnny Petraglia bowled in it, and uh, and I met, met to meet a lot of those guys through that, through the, through that, and uh, sometimes I, I. I almost feel like I, I can't live up to what he did, and I feel a little bad about it. But yeah. then, uh, like I, I think how Mickey Mantle's kids live were, and you know, and yeah, yeah, but you played baseball, but they couldn't be like as good as they as their father was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, you be you, I, yeah, you, do you, yeah, you do you. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the way I feel. You know, you know what, Naz. There's no better sport than bowling. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Right. None. None. I bowled in junior leagues, and, and when I bowled at Big Ten lanes. Oh, yeah. When I bowled at Big Ten lanes in the Stapleton AC, I made friends that, to this day, I'm friends with those people. Yeah, a lot of those Stapleton and, AC bowlers are still around. Yeah. Yeah, That's well, good. Tony Cifaletti was, was yep. the guy. I'm, oh, yeah, Tony Cifaletti, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're no hack. You are certainly no hack. You've got you get you're you are a fierce competitor on the lanes. It's also a different time. It is. You know, you're you're a jumbled yeah. at a time when conditions and equipment, it's right. a totally different environment. Yeah. Right. And so now take that in in it and you, you can't it's hard to compare yourself. But I mean you you're you're a fierce competitor yourself. Don't don't kid you. You get a lot of respect on the lanes. Yeah. Yeah. You do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You True. do. I don't like bowling. Well, I don't right. like bowling against you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how old you are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like bowling against you, old guys. Yeah. Well, listen. That's you know, it's uh, we tend to run out of steam a lot, a lot, uh, a lot quicker. But certainly. But Joe always makes sure to, to remind you when we bowl against them. Oh, he's tough to he's bowl like, against. You know, Joe, yeah. us old guys can't keep up with you, and then they kick our ass. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Different he's lulling you into yeah, that full sense of security. I, yeah, I can tell you when. When I when I was in when I was in Germany I was I was young you know I was only 21 22 but there was one one night we bowled in a they they set up a tournament and it was an just a small eight lane place on the base in uh in Firth Nuremberg Germany and we bowled in a, a 20 game marathon league style five five people on a lane and we yeah. started at 11 o'clock at night and we finished at five o'clock the next afternoon oh wow. my. <laughs> wow. That is rare. That's a marathon. Wow. That's hey, a marathon. You did it. You, you, yeah. That's what yeah. You, that that's was it. that was wild. Yeah. Wow. Uh, growing growing that up was in wild. Did you get paid for keeping score with the with <laughs> for your dad? Did you know they throw you a, 
nickel or two a quarter. And Sometimes when he when he would bowl when he would bowl in the in the in the KBC tournaments, the old I don't know if you guys ever heard of the KBC, the Kegler Bowling Club. Kegler, yeah, yeah. in the sixties and seventies. Brad Edelman and and yeah, his father sure. uh, Edelman. Yeah, I used to get two dollars every time every 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 time I kept score. So he would bowl two or three times. I would make I would make six bucks. That was a lot of score. money. Yeah. 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 Back in the early 70s when when you're 13, 14 years old. Two sets. And, and it's just I feel weird when I see people bring their kids now and the kids are running around and everything else because they can't. There's nothing else for them to do. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, right. When I was their age, I was the scorekeeper. Right. Yeah, right. Yep. We don't need them to. The computers are there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Two right. Week, right. Two weeks in a row, Brad Edelman's name is was yes, brought that's up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Last week we had Wendy McPherson. Came up last uh, week too. Yeah. She works alongside of him running their events, and he's still out there doing his thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the high rollers and the military bowling championships. Yeah, sure. Uh, right. right. A real innovator, right. if you think about it. Yeah. Right, but the the old KBC in the sixties and even into the eighties, I used to bowl in it. Yeah, they used to bowl every week in a different house. Yeah, they came to make Jersey, Maple. Brooklyn, Queens. Yeah, yeah, they 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 traveled around. I think one time I I got so proud of myself because I made the cut. They bowled at Maple, and I'm like, oh, this is my home house. I have to bowl. I was I was a kid. I <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, bowled. I made it. Went back the next day. Got wiped out, and, and you know, out. Like I think I bowled two games and done. So then the next week, the guy was like, oh, we're going to Queens. Why don't you take the ride out? So I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling proud. I'm feeling good. I made the cut, even though I got eliminated quick the next day. Take the ride out to Queens. I went to Belrose and bowled so bad. Oh, Belrose. I'm like, oh, man. I went to Belrose Lanes, sat in traffic on the Bell Parkway to Cross Island, barely made it in time. I said, you know what? I think my couple of days are about done now. <laughs> and I, I just bowled a couple of tournaments with them, and I was, I was done. But at the time, I was playing some other sports, too. I was playing softball. I was playing hockey. I was doing different things. So bowling was up there, but it wasn't the the you know Amazing. top of the right. I was doing other things, but the Kegler was it was definitely a nice tournament. Yeah, mm -hmm. nice. It was a good club. Mm -hmm. Good club. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes, and there was another another guy that used to work there was Bob McGinnis, and I know he's still around. I see him on Facebook. Yeah, he's around. Nice. A lot of those characters, you, know, you hear the names, and then you start hearing the stories that go yeah. along with it. Yeah, bowling alleys yeah. and characters. It, it, sure. Yes. So yes, uh, we've got a, a question from, from Brian Bass. He was asking, Hall of Fame and through uh, our youth bowling program, you guys, one, host a bowl-a-thon every year for, with, uh, in honor of your dad. Uh, so right. your families get together to raise some money for some youth scholarships. And, uh, you know, we know his niece and nephews, uh, his nephew and his nieces have been honored with that award. Uh, and one, um, one, thank you for your commitment to keeping Tom's name alive. And certainly it's a very fitting award because it, it speaks for what he believed in. Uh, but talk a little bit about that award because you came to us and said, hey, we'd like to do this. And you guys ran with it, do this fundraiser every year. And then, of course, you get you select some winners. So talk a little bit about the award. Well, my family, we after my my dad passed away, we like you say, we wanted to keep his name alive. And so this is what we decided to do and in conjunction with the Hall of Fame. And we got this way the once a year we got the whole family together, our whole all the kids, the nieces and nephews, and we got everybody together and this is how we did it. Now the only Thing was we had to decide 
what to do with the with the money. <laughs> and I sat down with everybody, with the family, and we decided the thing with my dad was, besides his ability, was everybody loved him. He And he loved everybody. He would never get mad. You would never see him kicking racks and <laughs> throwing the ball halfway down a lane because he's mad because he left the seven pennies on. He never, he never did any of that. And so we said we want to give it to the man, a boy and a girl who are sportsmanship, not necessarily high average, but the best sports that alike he was. And that's what we, that's what we've done. Hopefully we don't, don't know if we're going to do it this year or not now. Right. I don't know right. if it's going to, if it's going to happen. Right. We're hoping but um, we we'll see we'll see because yeah. we all look yeah. forward to it. All my, my family, we all look forward to getting together. We take the big picture now. We that's our Facebook picture for the year. Is uh, and now this year we have a a, a couple more little ones. <laughs> so this would be this would be the so August so currently tentatively set for August 9th. Right. Uh, it's a great right. afternoon to support the scholarship fund and, and the efforts that you guys do. Uh, and it's the eighth year. I mean, you've given away. Uh, I'm doing this quick. Almost ten thousand dollars in scholarships wow. uh, in eight years. I mean, that, that's in, a lot. In seven years. That, that's incredible. Right. Last year we were able to give a little bit more than we had in the past because mm -hmm. we had such a good turnout for the for the bolathon. I always look at this list every so often, and you just re remind you of, of course, uh, these are the kids that <laughs> excel sportsmanship. Maybe not the best athlete on the lane. Right, right. So that's right. And it's right. good for those kids to be recognized yes. because, yeah, you know, that's part of the sport too. That's right, you know? absolutely. And many of them are great athletes. I don't yeah. want to not say that because they right. they really are. Yeah, right. that's true. Uh, but it was it's more about the sportsmanship. So wait a second. So obviously, so you know. Dad wasn't the uh, the kicker on the on the lanes or, or getting upset, but so you must have gotten that quality from somewhere else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no! I always no. I, I I take after him on. You never see me get mad on the lanes. I, I might get mad to myself and yeah. and curse under my breath or something like that. But you know what? No pens ever got knocked down for somebody that got mad. But that's, that's so true. true. That is so true. That's and true. I, I used to love listening to his stories. Uh, he always, and it's, it, I, I say it all the time, Tuesdays and Thursdays, these guys, they'll grab me and they'll, yeah. they'll say, and Don was the same way. And yeah. you ask him about, hey, t tell me about 1972. And, right. Oh, I'm right. And, they go, and yeah. off he went. Yeah. Now, what would you say is your favorite uh, Dom Labargo story that he would always tell uh, that always said that stuck? Ah, uh, my favorite. Hmm. Or the best. What would you, wow, that's, 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 that's difficult because, because there were so many, so many great stories. Um, Pick one. So many great things that he, that he did. Uh, one off the top of your head. What comes to mind? Uh, I, I, well, I just, I just saw recently that he, 1967, he won a tournament in New Jersey for a thousand dollars. That was a lot of money back then. A lot then. of money then. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, he used to go to Chicago for the Peterson Classic. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. And 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 that was uh, a a um, a, uh, a a big tournament. I drew people from everywhere. Sure. And the thing about it that was the lane condition was impossible. It was an eight-game tournament, and if you shot sixteen hundred, you had a good chance you were going to win. And the money oh. was big. This was in the sixties and seventies. Wow. And he always told us this one this one time he was. He needed to shoot 250-something the final game to take the lead. And he started with four in a row the, the last game. And he wound up in the 180s. But he made $1,000. Right. So that's – Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more than that now. A lot more money. Yeah. Well, and that, that, that event still lives on. Right? Yeah, and the, 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 the other, Forget about the lane conditions. You can't see the pins. <laughs> right when you get to the foul line, you can't see the pin. There's a, the pins. There's a wall. They build a, a wall from really? the ceiling. Uh, it's about a little lower than eye level. So when you throw the ball, when you once you get to the line, you just the ball really? just goes. Yeah. And, oh wow! And, and one and he and he said one time he threw the ball and he and he left a a, a five ten split <coughs> the five ten split, <coughs> but he looked something looked didn't look right, and he looked in it and the five pin was next to the eight pin where the eight pin should have been. Okay. And he says, you know what? He said to himself, you know what? I can put up with the lane conditions and, and all this other stuff. But when they start messing around with the pins. Yeah, pin spotting. That's, that's yep. it. And that yeah. was the last time he went. Yeah, wow. Yep. Yeah, it just it doesn't take much. You, 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 you can find it in your Alexa app. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Alexa's here. Alexa Hi, joined Alexa. us. I don't say it because now I was just going to act up. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny how – what. What triggers the? Uh, yeah. What, what triggers? I'm this like, oh, do we do we have a, another guest? Oh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. I won't say her name. She's here. She's here. Always, yeah. always listening. Always yeah. listening. We have her here for music, uh, before the show because we can't play it on the show. Right. Uh, and Jay Joe, uh, thanks for, for yeah, dropping Joe, in with you. us today. Thanks, oh, Joe. Thank you for asking me. I, it was a it was my pleasure and and it was an honor, and uh, and I thank you guys it, it, for everything you do and uh, and I hope. I hope we can get back together soon. Hope we we'll can open up soon and get back. Let's hope so. We're Joe. looking forward to uh, the bowlathon, and then of course the fall comes. Yeah. Before we know, we'll be sitting together and recognizing the next class of the Hall of, uh, Hall of Famers Hall of at the Fame. Hall of Fame dinner in November. And and we um, hopefully we're going to have a dinner in November also. Yeah. Yeah, that's we're, we're uh, knock on wood. We're we're ready to forge ahead and, and yes. get ready to rock and roll. Yeah, so, we are. Uh, we all are. We all are. That's another great event where people get together. Oh, that's I love that. Dinner. And, you know, a lot of us see each other on a regular basis. Yeah, but of course. Yep. There are times you go to that dinner, and and me being young, I, I listened to the stories over the years and right. met. Yeah, and I just and you see somebody time. for one one time a year that you get to see them, and it's it's, just, it's a great it's a great yeah. night. So kudos yeah. to you yeah, and, and the team. It's a great that, job. Yep. That make that happen. Great Thank job. You. Thank a you. lot of hard work and a lot of building a base of of real history of bowling yeah. in Staten Island. That's a that's a great great event. Yeah. This, this will be the twentieth year, right? Is that right? Uh, the first one was in two thousand. This will be twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. good. I've, Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying I'm I'm hoping that things work out and we get through this and and we're able to do it. Yeah, I yeah, hope yeah. so for sure. I hope so. Joe, thank you so much. Thank we'll you, talk Joe. soon. 
Uh, plenty of bowling to talk about. Yes. Uh, and Frank, Frank you got you, you to send me that picture, Frank. I will. I, have, <laughs> I will send you. Uh, I got. I'll, yes, I will send them to you. I have a couple of them. I think. Uh, I don't know. I know you have copies of some of them. Uh, but I'll, you know what? I'll the bowling on the bowling on the greens picture I have. It's that other picture I don't have. All right, I'll get this yes. to you. That one. Yep. Yes. Yeah. This is yeah. a Jim, this is a Jim Romano specialty. Uh, you could still call him if you wanted. Gibraltar seven zero three. Gibraltar. Gibraltar. Um, I gotta see if the if the the dial's working or not. Yeah, right. <laughs> on, on the phone. Yeah. The rotary phone. Uh, what, what is that? The uh, kids have? It's a phone. It's a rotary phone. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, Joe. Thanks again. Yeah, we'll see well. you soon. Thank be well. You. Take care, Joe. All right. Thank you. Good luck, everybody. God bless everybody. You Stay too. Well. Stay well. Thank you. Bye bye. That was great. That was good. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and it's funny, we stumped him. So now the next time we're going to pre prepare him. Because, uh, and forget about Tom. Uh, in all of the research that he does, again, I say it, he's come across some stories. And you yeah. Just, you look at it and go, what? Yeah. Uh, so and then, it's, oh, I found this article about so-and-so. and, -so and you, Yeah, and he was coming at the yeah, talks yeah. about and it. And he'll start talking and then, about and it. The Hall of Fame dinner, yeah. yeah, the Hall of Fame dinner, we're honoring someone. And everybody's, like, looking at him. And obviously, they're, they're dead. Yeah, right, yeah. And then there's no family. But yeah. then Joe has done this research. And, and they're deep. talking. Yeah. And, they're and you're going. You know, the shame of it is that there isn't family. There isn't family right. to really uh, yeah. share that and, memory. And yeah, he, he does, deep. he goes deep because yeah. in, in yeah, the ancestry to try yeah. to find people. Yep. Uh, and that's, we talked about this a while ago, how crazy the whole DNA thing is. Right. At the same time, yeah. ancestry.com, there's so many good things that could come out of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so Joe has used that to his advantage, at yeah. his advantage when trying to tell these stories. Um the ladies are having a side chat here talking about missing, <laughs> I'm looking at that as we were talking. Polling. Talking about balance issues and yeah. the ladies Look, missing. The ladies want their money. They, they, uh, yeah, yeah, listen. You know, yeah. they, they both Thursday afternoons and uh, they go to they would be going to Atlantic City at some point at uh, yes. the end of the season. Right. So yep. uh, right. you save your money, Pat, and you yeah. you and Ann and the girls can go <laughs> oh, to Atlantic I, City. I when believe they, open. they plan to go anyway as soon as they can. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. that's good for them. Good for them. Yes, they do. Uh, well, Ronnie, really thank Ronnie, you for, for thank joining you, Ronnie. us today. We appreciate you taking the time. Yep, thank uh, you, Ronnie. And, and same thing with Joe. Uh, yeah. I'm always down for two for great talking. guys, two yep. wonderful, wonderful men. Yep, for sure. Uh, and uh, I like this one. This is a little delayed, but this is from before. Yeah, uh, Kenny, uh, <laughs> she who must not be named. She who must not be named. Right. <laughs> yep. I won't say it because then she'll join us again. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we miss. You know what? For what it's worth, Pat Dan, we miss you, ladies too. Yeah, we miss everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> it's been a yeah. You think we miss about having it. this building full of jumping people. The joint jumping, miss the joint jumping, right? I go look outside. It would be busy today. Yeah. Well, I got an alert on my it's phone. Rain. You know how you get the little um, alerts when it says <laughs> rain will begin. So mine says rain will begin at 325. And then I got another one that says rain will begin when you uncover your barbecue grill later. So I don't know what that means, but I may have to call home and say, let's cancel the barbecue plan and order something. But I don't want to disappoint. I think uh, everybody's looking forward to some burgers and dogs tonight. So if I got to take out the golf umbrella and go stand there, it's been done before. You're a good man. Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow. It's been done before. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah we're, gonna be we're, gonna do, uh, we're gonna do tomorrow and possibly Monday. I don't know. Yeah, I, Monday's I a know. good barbecue day too. Yeah. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. the weather tomorrow Monday is gonna be a little better. The only so cooler. tomorrow it's gonna be cooler. It'll still be yeah. wet out. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be, be cooler. Yeah, a little a little cooler. Yeah. You know, the whole yard's now set up. The pool's open. Yeah, yeah, we haven't yeah, been able no, to even use the pool. Yeah, I know. Of course, when you open the pool, the warm weather days are gone. Yeah, I know. It's raining. A couple of those times every time. That's like when you when you prep the snowblower. 
and then uh, it, it doesn't, doesn't snow. snow. It doesn't snow. <laughs> Kevin, stay going on the barbecue Wait tonight. Tell me what time to be there. I'll pick up a six pack and I'm on my way. Yeah, <laughs> I'll wear a mask. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a mask. Throw it over the two fences. Uh, Randy might get to it first if you don't do it f far enough. <laughs> it's a neighbor between us. Really? Okay. <laughs> All um, right. Hey, Joe. Uh, you know. Saturday, you came and joined us today. We're yeah. excited as always. Yeah, uh, Joe, you come. You're gonna join us again tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know if I can make it tomorrow. I kind of have some tentative plans. So, right. and plus, you know, I don't want to step on Mike's toes because Mike, he's got stories. Yeah, you know, I mean, today I didn't. You know me with the stories. I didn't even have to tell too many today. Uh, because you know the that. guys did a good job of telling their. They each yeah. had their own stories to yeah. tell, and uh, I, you know, I have a couple. But hey, listen, I'll save my stories for another day. One quick story, though, I will oh, I will please, say because yeah. it's me and it's Saturday and there's a story. Yeah. My dad's had, like Ronnie touched yes. on. So my, my dad, rest his soul, proud of the fact that he was a World War II vet. But again, never liked to talk about it. Never didn't want to talk about it. Things he saw, things he went through. Um, and my un uncles, too, who, who also served, uh, they never liked to really talk about it. But in 1995, my dad gets a phone call from a gentleman with a British accent. And he thought... It was a hoax, you know, because my, my dad was like, he was the definition of old school. You know, you look it up in his pictures there, right? So he's like, eh, and he hung up on a guy because the guy started to like talk about, did you serve in World War II when you were in the Third Army, 89th Infantry and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, yeah, but then the guy started to touch on some things. And he's like, no, nah, this is, this is, I don't want to yeah. say what he said. Right. And he, and he hung up. So about five minutes later, the phone rings again, and it's the same guy. So. My mother said, I'll get the, you know, I'm going to answer. She answered the phone. Okay. Okay. And she said to my dad, it's legit. He's from the BBC, the British Broadcasting. They're doing a special on, in 95, it was the 50-year anniversary of the Holocaust. And they were doing um, a special. The BBC was interviewing uh, American. Uh, they were interviewing Germans. They were interviewing soldiers from I believe Italy from R Russia. They were getting a different take on all the different, right. Right. you know, uh, you know, the allies, the, the Nazis, right. and also all the so soldiers. So they found that of a lot of the guys in my dad's outfit at the time, and this was 1995. A lot of them were already dead, and my dad was one of the few that was still alive. And they asked him if he would, and my dad did not. It was never right. about him. Didn't right. like being on camera. Didn't even like taking a picture. You know, it was really. Right. So finally, after some coaxing, after talking to my mom and the guy calling back a couple of days later, he agreed to go and be filmed for it. Wow. And if you if you have time out there, and it's it's a little gory. There's some thing, There's some photos and some video that they show of of the camps when my dad's outfit got there, the concentration camps. Some of it is is brutal to you know see. But I never saw my dad open up about. It. He never, like I said, never talked about it. But in that special, it's called Nightmares and liberation of the camps and if you go on youtube and put that in and then put in mike calandrillo it'll go right to his right oh, to his segment gonna, i'm gonna have to check that out it's about a 20 minute piece and i i gotta tell you i i you know never really heard my dad you know he would he would show me things that he, he right. had things that he took you know medals and he had a nazi he had actually um the nazi that was at the top of the camp the flag, one of his friends climbed up the pole and took the Nazi flag down when they captured this camp. 
And my dad, I don't know how he wound up getting it, but my dad, <laughs> out of all the guys from his outfit, he wound up with that flag. So he had that home. But to make a long story short, Dennis said he saw the episode. Dennis knew my dad. They're both in the league together. Um, when the Holocaust um, Museum opened up down by Battery Park, right. and after someone, I guess, saw, saw that show, right. they reached out to my dad, and he dedicated all that stuff to the museum. That's wonderful. He had uh, he had the Nazi flag. He had um, he had some of the some of the medals that they took off of the German soldiers that they captured and had wow. to kill. They, there was a little battle there, so they you know the ones that they had killed, unfortunately, and some of the ones that were in the camp that they arrested and captured, they, you know, ripped their medals off and things like that. And the guys in my dad's outfit, they divvied them up and took them. And he had all these things and he kept them in a safe place. And he showed them to me maybe once or twice as I got older, right. but he wound up dedicating them to the Holocaust Museum. Wow. Yeah. So, but yeah. Something else. That's awesome. Yeah. My dad was, he, he was with General Patton. He was with Gen General Patton, 80, 89th Infantry and in the, and in the third army. So I, I thought it only fitting for Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. I brought his hat, and, and you know he was so. a super dude too. He yeah, was, thank you. Yeah, he was a hero. Else. I will tell you that you know uh, even uh, Joe mentioned that there is a lot of information available. Yeah, if you like research online or even yeah. using Ancestry, I know that um, I started kind of looking up my because my father was served in the Korean. Okay. War and he never really talked about it either. They didn't like talking. And about uh, it. I came across some pictures, right? Um, and uh, so uh, one of them had like the battalion as the heading on it. So I started doing a little research on it, and there's like people like trying to connect with each other, yeah. and uh, yep. it's just you know if you really want to yeah. find people and find out information. Yeah, I mean it's out there. It's you, out there. You know, you it is have out to there. dig a little bit, but the yeah. information is out oh, yeah. there. It's out there. Yeah. Funny, uh, I, a few weeks ago, we're sitting here and I had voicemail on the so the phone obviously the phone's off, but we get voicemails and I had a voicemail from a gentleman who was looking for our friend Dennis Rigatti, huh. and on the voicemail oh, and uh, it wasn't a bookie, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> no. So uh, Dennis is down in, down in Florida now, and. Uh, this guy was asking about and looking for Dennis and he just kept babbling and I'm listening to this very intensely. And he said that he served with him in Vietnam. Really? Uh, yes. And he knew that Dennis, he yeah. said somewhere along the line, he knew that he worked here and uh, just oh, some kind of connection. connection. Yeah. Yeah. So I reached out to Dennis. I said, Hey, um, I don't know who this guy is. He's, I, yeah. I gave him his name, his number. The guy's name happened to be a Carmine. Hello. Really? Oh, geez. Welcome to the Staten Island. Wow. Uh, okay. He's not living here. He's was living up in upstate New He's living in upstate New York. Right. I don't know how old he is. Yeah. Um, so I, I sent it to Dennis, and Dennis uh, was able to touch base. Oh, that's great. He says, Dennis, when I talked to him, he just couldn't believe how the guy pieced this together. In 1967, this place wasn't here. Right, yeah, yeah. So how did yeah. he, it, it, again, maybe digging through, He's having conversations. Googled, or, yeah. you know, you Google somebody's name. Yeah. You never know. You sure. can pretty much trace their. Maybe yeah. at some point he saw that he bowled. And, yeah, and, and, and yeah probably, yeah. probably. Uh, yeah. But what sparked someone today to go reach out for someone? And yeah. Is it a story that somebody passed that they wanted yeah. to share? Right. I don't know. I never I haven't right. seen him. When he comes up here, I want to ask him. And right. um, I, it, it's great that you can connect. Right. But he was just so blown away that yeah. how did I know? How did he know? Yeah. Yeah. How did he, he find? Uh, how did yeah. he find me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just it's, it's amazing. And you talk about the Holocaust Museum. I will tell you, 
Um, yeah. And I say this a lot. And so you've all heard me say this about our cultural institutions. Yeah. We take them for granted. Yeah. And, uh, I've been there a few times. And the first time I was there certainly was a class trip. Yeah. Was, yeah, school. sure. A lot of schools. Uh, yeah. No, I take that back. It was a, it was a camp trip. Oh, okay. um, I did the Staten Island Museum had a camp to go. Oh, okay. And uh, that was one of the trips. And then yeah. a school trip. And that museum, I want to use the word beautiful. Right. But. You know, right. it's, when yeah. you think about what it's it, so hard it, right, yeah. right. to say that it, I don't I don't know what the right words to express that are, but we say it because they are. It's this beautiful place, uh, and the exhibits, and it's done so well. Yeah, the history is, and yeah. it's, uh, it's yeah. so the, the grounds are so nice. Battery Park, that the whole, yeah, just the whole. If you haven't been there, you need to go. Not now, though. Yeah, obviously. No, yeah, no, you can't go now. <laughs> you need to experience yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it's a piece of our a piece of yeah. our history, and then the location itself is. Yeah. is magnificent. Yeah. Uh, just to walk around outside and yeah. the view and yeah. uh, just being able to come to, just to take the ferry over to Manhattan, dump yourself in Battery Park, and then you could also go to the Statue of Liberty, go to Ellis Island. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. every New Yorker should just should do that. For sure. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. something to see. Yeah, and on the flag that they got, when my dad gave it to them, a couple of they all of the guys in his outfit. I was going to say, did they write on the flag? Okay. They yeah. signed, and some of them wrote some not nice things on the flag. Oh, really? About the Germans and that. So when my dad gave it, he said, there's a few things on there I have to apologize <laughs> for because they're a little inappropriate, but you got to understand what we the just time. went through. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they all signed it and they wrote a wow. couple of things on That's, there and uh, the flag was tattered too. Like he could rips it like the, you know, rips. Sure. And it was really, it was, it, yeah, it was something. That's cool. And he dedicated all that stuff. I'm and I'm going to uh, look it up yeah. and watch that later. Yeah. yeah it's uh, it's it. about 20 it. minutes and, uh, yeah, if you watch the whole show, it's about, I think it was like a, maybe a two-hour special, an hour and a half, but my dad's piece is about maybe 17 minutes to 20 that's minutes. Wild. That's a long time. If you, if you listen to some of the others, like some of the German soldiers, there are some of them that deny it, that'll yeah. say, oh, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, and they're right. showing you footage of things. It's just that, their perspective. That's just it's how. Just right. It yeah. Just it's, never and they also don't it. want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about so it. So it goes both ways. Yeah, they don't want to talk about it. And their perspective also, they were on a mission. Yeah. Right. So they had a right. job to do. So yes. that's somebody else's. Yeah. Right. That's, that's yeah. just another. It's voice. a different perspective. Yeah. You get the Russians, you get the Italians, and you get the French, and you yeah. get the Americans, and the different perspectives. They're all talking about the same thing. Just but they're putting a different places. spin. Yeah. yeah. So it's very, yeah. um, it's it's something to, you know, if you have time to watch the whole show, Nightmares yeah. and Liberation of the Camps. So you have a yeah. lot of assignments it's, this yeah. weekend. Yeah. A it's, lot of movies to watch. Homework. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube yeah, yeah. to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, our show to catch up on if you missed any of those. That's right. So as long as the weather is nasty outside. Yeah, and we got nothing else to really do. Because when we come back Tuesday, we're going to ask everybody about what they watched. <laughs> Homework we'll assignment. Right, <laughs> yeah, it's right. going to be a, a quiz. <laughs> we're going to do a quiz. You know, yep. we want you to enjoy your weekend. But yes. really, this is a, it's an opportunity to yeah. reflect. And uh, yeah. I, if you watch one of those things, uh, yeah. it, it, remind, it, it just reminds you of yeah. uh, who we are, where we came from. and Things we take for granted occasionally yeah. too. Yeah. You know, so people need to realize the sacrifices that one made. Like jo Joni just put the sac the sacrifice was immeasurable. Yeah, it was for all the and generations. still being made today. For all. Still, for yeah. all. For all. Still yep. being made today. World War One veterans too, Korean War, yeah. Vietnam. Uh, they all made, you know, the Gulf right. War. Yep, they all the guys made. that are still around wear those hats very proudly. My dad, I got to tell you, <laughs> whenever I was with him, uh, you know, he would, people would come up, thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah. And he was like, eh, you, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I would. Yeah. You know, so. It took yeah. me a long time to, because, uh, to understand that. Yeah. 
because uh, it, it doesn't, it, it's so different for, for, for us yeah. growing up. Yeah. It's a different Different mindset. So, yeah. so when you, when as a kid you'd see it, oh, you know, it didn't mean it. it not that it didn't mean anything. You but can't it didn't, connect with it. Right. Right. Can't, can't so later on in life, yeah. when you meet and have conversations, it's a total. You understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. hey, so tomorrow, as we've got off, we've got your friend Mike Pellegrino. Yeah. Mike Pellegrino. Everybody's friend Everybody. Mike Pellegrino. <laughs> Everybody's yep. friend. And uh, we're yep. taking Monday off. Well deserved, I might add. Oh. You should take Monday we off. Both of you, very well deserved. Take a day. Have a barbecue. The sun will be out. Relax. Well, it'll, it won't be raining. No, so it'll be a nice day. Enjoy that day. But we hate to disappoint our fans. I you know? get it. But you know what? Just show a repeat that day. They, yeah. That's all. Show well, a previously recorded episode, as well, we like to We say. should do that and show yeah. that as if it's live. <laughs> yeah. uh, put the little lie thing and then watch how many people actually comment yeah. on that, thinking that it's, it's today's show. Yeah. And if they haven't, if they saw it already, well, wait a second. How does that happen? Yeah. Wait, I heard this somewhere before. Yeah. <laughs> just, just show a rebroadcast. That's all. Uh, we should. And if you're watch, if you're still watching and you haven't watched, go back and look. This we've oh. had some great guests. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I know we we had. To, thank you to Joe and Ronnie and for joining Ronnie. us today. Yep. Next week, Shannon will be here with yes. us, uh, and amongst other special guests, we've got a nice week coming nice up. Week, too. Very up. good. So Sunday uh, starts the new week. Mike Pellegrino. We're going to take the day off, and then Tuesday we're off and running because we are here, Naz. Until further notice. UFS. <laughs> Sorry, I could I did. Can, can we get a nice large coffee here, please? For Naz? <laughs> sure. we, need, we need a coffee. Yeah, they're all here on Facebook <laughs> and YouTube. So maybe maybe we go back and we post, we do that. Yeah. Why not? Episodes Pick an episode. And we're going to post it as if it were live. Pick an episode. Show a repeat. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? If we pick one that's too old and that music is different. Yes. Opening is different. Some, we have to somebody be, might we catch can, we on. We can fix it. I know we can edit can. it and, and just put the new opening and then I send it out there. Oh, there's always uh, the Billy O'Neill episode one. That's right. The Think premiere. about that. That was a long time ago. Bill O'Neill. Billy O episode. We didn't one. do social distancing very well. No, because we had Joe here and the four of us were like, we were trying to keep an arm's length. <laughs> Joe hasn't been here since. Yeah, Joe hasn't been here since. We frightened Joe Bruno Joe out Bruno, of here. Joe Bruno, you got to come back. <laughs> yes. Yes. We frightened Joe out of here. You know, Joe, thanks for being here with us. No today. problem. And my, my pleasure. Sorry I can't make it tomorrow, but I'm previously That's engaged. Okay. I have projects to do tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. I'm sure it's okay. <laughs> I do. I got a lot, a whole load of things. You have an engagement here with us. I do have an engagement. I do. <laughs> I do. I have a lot to do tomorrow, but I'll be tuning in tomorrow around 7 o'clock. Watch the later edition. Oh, I, I watch the West Coast version. The, the repeat. When it, when it airs later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, thanks for tuning in, watching. Continue to like and share. Subscribe, thumbs up, stuff. give it the thumbs wash up. Wash your hands. Yes. Don't touch your face. But touch your face if you wash your hands. Yeah, but you should right. Wait, you know what? get out of the habit <laughs> yeah. of touching your face anyway. Yeah, but you know what? Can, can we take a pause here for a second oh, be before we go? Pause. Pause. <laughs> I'm driving on the expressway today. And before I get off the exit by, was I get off the clove? I got, I got off the clove road. There's a sign there that tells you, you know, traffic ahead, congestion, wash avoid this. It said, wash your hands with soap. I mean, do we really need that on a sign while you're driving to we tell shouldn't. you to wash your hands with soap? We, we should be. I've, I've been doing that for almost 58 years. What What are you telling me? I need that on a sign. Please save the electricity. Do something. Put since, a different. Since day one, I've lost all faith in humanity. Oh tell my God! Do we that. need that while it's you're driving? Just a reminder. I know, people. but come on. I mean, I know you shouldn't you have should to do that. Credit to your parents. Well, that, no, thank you, Ray. You're right. That's right. You're right, Ray. Yes, our parents taught us use soap and water. The minute you walk in the door, you need it on a sign on a highway. Come on. 
Well, if we didn't just keep it real for you, I don't know. <laughs> that's real. That's that's real. That's real. Right here, ratings bananas. That's my rant for the day. I'm sorry. Live from uh, uh, you know, Naz. That was awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace Bye. out.